closes the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Welcome once again to Chill Filters, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. It's 9 a.m. in Boise right now, and guess what time it is in Phoenix right now? It's 8 a.m. Yeah, and so uh, Cole has had, I, Cole, I don't know why I said my name in the first person, uh, I have a wedding to go to this weekend, and I took Friday off. And Thursday night, I worked so hard yesterday that I was basically falling asleep. Uh, and uh, That's a good thing we didn't record last night. Though, yeah. Right? Oh, it would have been rough. <laughs> I mean, it would have been worse than some of our worst tired episodes. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here, excited for the weekend. But I'm also really excited to drink what we're drinking today. We're drinking yes. Old Carter, a 12-year American whiskey, batch three from 2020. And uh, but before I get to anything whiskey wise, before I get to anything life or anything otherwise, uh, let's talk about some business. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. That's a great way. And tell your friends to follow us on Instagram uh, if they're listening already. It's a great way to hit us up, talk to us. And uh, we're always down to talk. So especially when it's whiskey related. So uh, shout out to Caleb Olson, the bourbon badger for mm-hmm. hitting us up today and making me laugh out loud. When he posted a picture of a Bush's baked beans can and he said, look what I got from the back room, you know, <laughs> build relationships, guys. This is what it's all about. And uh, I laughed so hard. And, I didn't see uh, that yet. Uh, oh, dude, was it was at, great. When he sent it, I was at work and it, I don't get reception at work and it, I don't get on social media stuff at work. On the internet, it was so. truly a Bush's oh, baked awesome. beans moment. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's all the business I got for this week. Uh, Robbie, how are you doing? Oh, man. I'm I'm all right. So last night it was tricky for me to record late because we mm-hmm. had conferences, but I had to take, oh, totally. uh, so I was like, but uh, the twins got a little cold. And so yesterday was a little rough, um, which, so it was just like, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm getting tired myself. I just, and I had to do like all of my conferences uh, from home on over Oof. online and stuff like Oof. that. And like taking care of the girls. It was a little bit rough. I'm glad we didn't record last night, uh, but okay. to be honest, I, I, I don't know if my stomach is ready to drink whiskey. You know, so I, I did make myself a big bowl of bacon and eggs. Uh, I thought you were about to say, I just I made myself a big bowl of entry buzz <laughs> to work my way up. No, we don't do entry buzzes this early. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I might take a sip of something here, though, just to kind yeah. of get me get me in the yeah, mood first. Kick right? you in just, the gear. Just prime, prime the pump a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I really, I don't feel like it, but so I think I, I got it. I think I'm going to have to grab a sip here when you start talking. But Yeah, uh, no worries. Oh man, I was gonna, oh, Cole. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite store bought hot sauce? Uh, so uh, lately I have been kind of a Tabasco Chipotle kind of guy, or, or rather, in the history I've been a Tabasco Chipotle kind of guy. But I recently Tabasco. got into Frank's Red Hots, or not Tabasco? Yeah, Tabasco Chipotle though. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then I recently said, got into Frank's Chabasco. Red Hots. Chabasco. It's the combo. Combo. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. in your Frank's, just Frank's Red Hot, the regular. I. Yeah, like the buffalo wings okay. one. I have been pouring that stuff on every everything. I mean, oh, just man. like their motto, but I don't so use I, the S word. <laughs> what's the S word? They say I put that on everything. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's the S H word, Cole. Yes, yes. <laughs> As opposed to stinky butt. Oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, hey! First this is I'm on the podcast. This is a this is a family whiskey based podcast. <laughs> uh, so I gotta tell you. 
on my bowl of eggs and bacon. Yeah. I put the greatest hot sauce in the history of the world. And I, if we can get sponsored by Bushes and uh-huh. this hot sauce company, I'll know we've made yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Melinda's ghost pepper wing sauce. Oh my. That gosh. sounds great. It is. Do you so know I make my own good. ghost pepper sauce? You knew I that. do. I knew I got to send it to you. Yeah, I would love to have some of your hot sauce. Mm-hmm. But this stuff is like really tasty like a Frank's. Like I like Frank's. It's nice. tasty. But it's mm-hmm. not spicy, right? Yeah. This is tasty and spicy and love it. Good for eggs. Yeah. Chelsea always jokes like, I think Melinda's like the other woman in your life. So <laughs> she's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, man. So that's it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm ready to record. It's early for me. Earlier for you. How are you yeah. doing? How are you? Dude, it's been crazy. I um I kind of had some deadlines yesterday at work. Yeah. And we I was kind of rushing throughout the week and working like super crazy hard to to make sure I met those deadlines while still getting in study hours and finishing up my jewelry orders. And so with yesterday, I worked from like 5.45 a.m. to about 3.15. And normally I leave at 3.15. So I, I and barely got a lunch, which is totally on me. Like I was like, I want to uh, just get this done. I want to knock out my, um, you know, responsibilities that are due yeah. today. And so I did, and that's and why they were due yesterday was because I have a wedding this weekend, and then my exams are next week. So that's kind of a busy week to to plan any sort of um, extra work. Yeah. And and so yeah, yesterday I finished at three fifteen, made or what did I do next? There was something between. Um, oh, I think yeah, I, I made some jewelry to kind of like finish up my orders, and now I'm like done, which is great. Nice. Um, but they and then i made dinner and then i basically like started falling asleep uh and i was falling asleep like <laughs> during making dinner too i wasn't like actually but i was like, like my eyes were, were like fading. had there been a pillow under your head oh yeah no i would have been out and we went to bed at like um 7 30 at the latest yeah about 7 30 and i was just out and and then i woke up this morning at five uh finished up a last few emails at work and then i worked on jewelry no no no. there was something oh i packed no no, no. i I immediately woke (laughs) up started packing for this trip worked on the emails for work and then i finished up jewelry uh like everything was done by this morning and like put them in boxes and everything and then after that i wrote the history after that, I grabbed all my uh, whiskey gear to, to bring up to the studio. And now I'm hanging out with you. And then oh, uh, after this, I'll have enough time to edit the episode, uh, hopefully, and then uh, fly out, uh, like drive to the airport. So it's been right. crazy. Hello, I, yeah. It all start like my break basically starts once I get to the airport and can like pick up uh, like because I, I even have to study while I'm at the airport. So it doesn't fully stop. Yeah. Uh, but at least I don't have work responsibilities or jewelry responsibilities anymore or for the next baby. few days. Is, I assume Heather and Beck aren't going. She they actually were uh, intentionally uh, are actually intending to. Um, but Heather was just even a few weeks ago. She was like, you know, I think that's going to be yeah, too much for Beck and, and too much for, you know, our packing for, for the move. And so basically after next Thursday, when I take my exam, things will be like, like, I don't even see life past my exam right now. And so mm-hmm. once that happens, it'll be like, what is this new freedom I have in the afternoons after work? And, yeah. but then we got to move. And then, so, so things That's are, cool. um, 
things are a little bit rushed around, but I'm actually really looking forward to being done this exam so I can just at least see clearly what's ahead. Because yeah. right now there's a wall on my calendar that's blocked by Thursday the 28th. So, so as you're talking, like there's something to be said for the hurry up and wait kind of thing when you get to the wait part finally. Like that's kind of how I feel like most mornings. Mm -hmm. Like at home, I'm like, okay, get the kids this, that, the other. Yeah. they're all ready before the grandmas get here to babysit. And then uh, it's, uh, you know, like get Mar out the door. We get to school, and mm -hmm. as soon as I get to my desk, I'm like, okay, I'm on my own yeah, time yeah. right now. No, right? Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. That'll be a nice feeling when you get to the airport after all of this busyness. So yeah, and yeah, that's that's all for the business. Here's the podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so anyway, uh, no, yeah, did, so it's been crazy. Did, Go ahead. I did uh, prime my pump a little bit here, dude. Yeah, I saw you sipping from the uh, interesting from the uh, I, I spout of, of the Caribou Crossing. Yeah, and I tell you what, this single barrel, this is probably one of the best Caribou Crossings I have ever stuff. had. This one is like. It tastes like apple cider, cinnamon apple cider. It's like, oh, so it's good. like if, uh, oh, what's it called? Fireball was an actual mm -hmm. whiskey. It'd be that yeah. This one, I'm going to have to send you a sample of this It's one. that cinnamony. It's, to me, I get a good, it's not as cinnamony as, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but it's like, it hits that note so well. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to send you one just to see, see what you think. Cause I know we've, we've done can, it on man. the podcast, but just for fun. Just yeah. yeah. Fun, I'm always for down funsies. for that. You know, All for right, the man. funsies. You know what's so, funsy? Uh-huh. History with coal. Is it time for history with coal? <laughs> I feel like we need some sort of cheesy music right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, anyway. we maybe we will one day. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like we need at least one more minute of. Uh, I, I told Robbie I one was like minute. I want to keep this below an hour today, but I still feel like sub ten minutes to talk shoot the breeze is <laughs> is not good enough. Uh... But. Um, yeah, what else is going on well, in my life? I could no, shoot go ahead. Mm -hmm. some breeze here. Shoot uh, it up. Chelsea's working. The kids are here. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it might be an interesting podcast. Finley's already pressed her face up against the window That's once. That's great. And, uh, you know, so it might get it might get flavorful, right? Robbie. Oh, it, oh what? You, you have a beautiful family. When I think of your whole family, just a... Oh, just thanks, a, Like, even, even individually, but more so, like, as a family, you're a beautiful mm -hmm. family. It is. Uh, I appreciate hearing that. Yeah. I, br I bring the average down, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the only man, so. That's true. Uh, speaking of families, though, it was fun uh -huh. after after the uh, drink long on Sunday, seeing him back yeah. for the, like, uh, we haven't we haven't FaceTimed or anything like that with her yet, so yeah. like, it was fun. The girls were she loving smiling. Yeah, even Amara and the twins got to see her. Yeah. And it seemed like Beck was even trying to talk to them. Like, they'd say something, mm -hmm. she'd say, like, she was trying to go back and forth. Sweet kid. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, she's doing well. She uh, she is so smiley. I mean, I've mentioned this before, but like, and then she's starting to get into like grabbing things. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'll change her diaper and at some point she'll grab my hand and Aww. she'll be like, hi. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, baby, like I got to change her diaper. And she's like, yeah, but just hold my hand for a just moment. It's so cute. Uh, yeah. Dude. So. Kid cuddles, kid affection from a mm -hmm. child is... It's like few things greater yeah uh juniper is like juniper was always chelsea's because mm. chelsea juniper was breastfed finley was bottle yeah. fed uh -huh. and now like after this last summer when it's been daddy every day yeah like she'll she'll choose me over chelsea sometimes now and just come lay on oh. me and cuddle and stuff and they're like ah like not that it's better than like when amara or finley do it but amara and yeah. finley have always been daddy yeah daddy. but you like know? when so you get like, it from junie it's like it, oh, it means a little soak bit more, this in man. yeah yeah no, that's great. 
It is. Kids are great. I remember um, it wasn't like cuddles or anything, but we were playing hide and seek under the under um, like I was like, girls or no, no. I think it was they started doing what I did. And then they were like, quick, hide under Cole's blanket. And I'm like holding it up like a fort. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> they're like in there with me, like, like scooting in. And uh, and I remember Juniper uh, was just like really trying not to get caught during hide and seek. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just funny. It was yeah, funny. Yeah. How, like I've always said this. I, I appreciate how she opened up eventually to um, it was all mm. those balloons, man. She d- she doesn't always mean like a girl can give yeah. a stink eye like none mm-hmm. other. Oh, oh I've man. seen it on pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a character. Nah, that's great. Okay. Hey, Cole, so, is, was that enough breeze shooting for you? Can we that get was to the enough history? breeze shooting. Let's all get right. to the history uh, and then we'll set it to break. We'll come on back and uh and we might even get a sponsorship opportunity in there and then we will talk about the history so here we go to break hey cool yeah robbie what's your top number one favorite thing about cotton t-shirts cotton t-shirts are um from usually the highest producing state of cotton is texas and i'm a big fan of texas well i uh yeah that's odd but i prefer <laughs> comfort and I tell oh you yeah what, totally yeah no that's what i think is nothing is more comfortable than a shirt from gray river designs these guys have awesome designs uh i ordered myself the whiskey over water it's yet to get here i can't wait it's supposed to be here this weekend i wish i was wearing it right now looks because comfy. i hear they're the most comfortable shirts out there Not but really robbie they don't what? only what? make shirts they make what? mugs cups oh. stuff like that like what? you can get so many different things with the cool gray river designs designs on them design designs so anyway yeah. folks if you could head over to gray river yeah. designs check them out they're on instagram they're online and see what they got to offer. I guarantee you'll walk away saying, God darn it, that's a good looking mug shirt design. Yep. So check them out on grayriverdesigns.com. And we're back. Uh, there are two shout outs that I wanted to get to this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big ones. One. Good ones. Uh, to our one of our longest time listeners, Dramhound, and he's on Instagram as Dramhound, and I could call his his name out. He's his name's Adam, uh, but I just like calling him Dramhound, and That's I think he name. likes that too. Um, he must. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, even, even uh, Matt Porter is just like Dramhound's the man, and he and Matt Porter knows his name too. But I, um, I like to think that he doesn't like his name Dramhound. Every time he opens up his, he's like, oh, I just mentioned stupid Dramhound <laughs> and then uh and apparently actually dramhound hit us up how tall are you because apparently you're really tall uh and he dramhound just hopped on the patreon train with us he's on the uh, chill filtered stemless glen karen tier and he will be eligible for future uh chill filter drink alongs oh yeah second shout out to another patreon listener and supporter uh will barrett who provided us with this rare in the wild sample that we're drinking today so thanks a ton, Will. Thank you, Will. Uh, like I said, we're drinking Old Carter American Whiskey Batch 3, the 12-year American Whiskey Batch 3. Uh, this is definitely the first Old Carter product we've had on the podcast. And uh, so let's get into some Old Carter history. So the Old Carter Whiskey Company is really not too old, at least as a whiskey company. Uh, only since 2017 did it really even begin 
um, with the first whiskeys released in 2018. Uh, started by uh, a Mark and Sherry Carter. That's Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I, Carter. Not Sherry Butts, if you're wondering. Um, who began uh, apparently in winemaking in uh, like Napa Valley, California. So she's probably worked with some butts. Yeah, no, no, no doubt she's worked with butts, maybe even Sherry Butts. Um, so, I mean, who hasn't though? I mean, her name's Sherry and she's working with butts. That is Sherry Butts. Drives me nuts. Darn right. So, um, yeah, they're apparently pretty good at making wine. They won like some like hundred percent, like hundred out of hundred scores on some of the wines they made, like a good few, which is pretty cool. I don't really know how wine scores work. Yeah. I go to a total wine and then they're like, this one's got a 93. And I'm like, I guess that's good. (laughs) Um, but you remember Dixon Deadman, Robbie? It's familiar. So he, he was the guy who owned or who yeah who owned an inn in kentucky and started the kentucky owl brand okay, which i think what he was related to uh like the original guy who made who was a uh, what was his name something deadman mortimer i want to say it's mortimer deadman or something I like, like that. that that sounds good for the age yeah seriously and well he technically didn't found it on his own that the the or re restart the brand old or kentucky owl he apparently co-founded it with mark and sherry carter uh early on and uh and so wow where did i leave off uh yeah and so that was kind of their 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 first foray into american whiskey going with dixon deadman and and starting kentucky owl when they sold kentucky owl brand in 2017 to stoli group uh, and it's still like under the supervision of Dixon Deadman to my right or to my knowledge. Uh, Dixon Deadman still has a big part. It's just owned by Stoli. Uh, they were basically hooked on making whiskey at that point. They really appreciated it or at least blending it. Uh, okay. And apparently right after selling Kentucky Owl, they decided to start their own brand. Hence began Old Carter. And they do not distill and their Louisville headquarters is not even open to the public. Or, um, but they are a- they are able to select quite a few barrels, and mostly from MGP, or should I say Ross and Squib these days because they rebranded, <laughs> and I have and really have built a name for themselves, which is super cool. Uh, they make bourbons, rye, and American whiskeys. They they do a few single barrels uh, of the ones they select, but it's mostly the blends of barrels that they're known for. Uh, their first batch was a 112 proof rye released in Kentucky only. Uh, they had in, in that first year, 2018, they had seven releases and three of those releases, get this Robbie, were 27 year American whiskeys. Like, that's a, that's, a, that's <laughs> you don't get much higher than that. I think the oldest I've ever heard in the, in the American whiskey realm was 28. And I think that was whoop and holler. Um, from Orphan Barrel. And so since the beginning, or since then, basically, the 2018 and on, they've been putting out release after release. So many releases. If you check their website, they have so many listed. Uh, but what we're drinking today is the 12-year American Whiskey, Batch 3. And uh, to talk about that one a little bit, this was released in 2020. Uh, like I said, 12-year American Whiskey. And this could mean a few things. When they don't call it a bourbon or a rye, it could mean one uh, possibility 
is that it didn't fit the legal definition of bourbon or rye. Maybe they didn't age it in new charred oak, or maybe they didn't uh, use 51% or more of one of the grains, something like that. Maybe it's a wheat bourbon and, and they just didn't want to okay. call it a wheat bourbon. Who knows? But likely the, the possibility is much more likely that it is a blend of a rye and a bourbon, or at least ryes and bourbons. Uh, in which case you can't call it either a rye or a bourbon. So you just call it an American whiskey. And I think that's really what's probably happening here. Uh, 138.1 proof, almost hazmat on this guy. Now, say, what's the proof? It said 138.1. Oh boy, gosh. Yeah. I'm glad I am glad I took a sip of that. Uh, yeah, you, you need to prime that pump for <laughs> sure. Uh, there were only 2,487 bottles produced in this batch. Uh, sourced only from Indiana, so likely MGP. Uh, heard really great things about this. I think, um, I want to say Dramhound or potentially uh, John Hughes reached out and he was like, dude, that's a killer bottle. Okay, John, yeah. yeah. And uh, thanks again to Will Barrett uh, for being so generous and sharing Seriously. these samples. It's it's not uh, it's not a cheap pour, let alone, I mean, the retail alone is 175, Man. let alone the um, secondary. secondary probably, I didn't even look it up because I was like, it's yeah. probably killer. Uh, so that's what we're drinking today. Let's uh, let's uncork these little samples. <laughs> I'm that's ready. But yeah, one thirty-eight point one. That's one of the highest we've ever had, if not the second highest we've ever had on the podcast. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I am too. This is for eight twenty-six in the morning. Yeah, great way to start the day. So you're gonna you're gonna when you get to the airport, you're gonna pull up to a bar. Get a beer, get a whiskey. Yeah, it's legal at the airport. <laughs> no. Yeah. Although, like, people do it all the time <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, I mean, if you're on vacation, you're going to be set, sitting there studying. Like, that's the thing is you got you can't just sit and study, like, in mm -hmm. the regular chairs. You got to pull up and... Yeah, pull up at the bar. Okay. So, the first few times I even put my nose in there, it was, like, potent. And I'm talking alcohol vapors. Um, and that's not a bad thing. It's not, like... Whoa, like I just keep getting thrown back by this alcohol vapor. So, mine's not super vapor. I'm getting a really, really? weird note that I have never mm -hmm. gotten before, except for when I eat jelly bellies. Mm -hmm. I am getting like a popcorn. Oh, popcorn or a belly. buttered popcorn? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh, but it's probably more buttery then, isn't it? I'm getting weird. Not weird, but uh, just distinct, but also fleeting notes of pecans. Okay. I can see that, yeah. I'm not, it's not, to me, I'm not getting a lot of vapor on this. I'm getting only vapor on this, John. Man. I'm, yeah, I'm getting popcorn. And I, I can get see a little like, behind that. I can see like a, like a, like a sweetened, like not like a, like a sweetened pecan, like a mm. roasted, honey roasted pecan or something like that, maybe. I can mm -hmm. see that. A little nutty, little sweet, but man, I'm digging this nose. I'm glad. Yeah, for me, it's like, you know how you cough with when you get, drink a high proofer sometimes? I'm almost coughing when I sniff this high proofer. Mm -hmm. um, it does have nice notes, but it's very veiled by the uh, by the alcohol vapors for me. You got to take that one slow. Robbie's like swallowing it, but yeah. you got to take these ones slow. Yeah, This one doesn't, it doesn't feel that hot mm -hmm. until the back end of the palate. On the mouthfeel, right in the, I mean, it's got a nice viscosity to it really just kind of like slowly rolls across the tongue. It has a nice warming effect on it. Um, you know, first sip, not getting a 
ton of notes out of it. Uh, Cole's mulling it over here. I'm going to go ahead and go in for my next sip. Yeah, this was a great, really good, really good palette here. Um, the finish is still going too. Uh, first of all, I put it, uh, I sipped it. <laughs> I, was like, I put it in my mouth and then Adam <laughs> would have tore me apart. Um, <laughs> I, I sipped it and my teeth actually felt uh, felt the, the proof. Like I felt it in the nerves of my gums basically and like of my teeth. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, But then it kind of cooled down. It, it, like you said, it wasn't like super... It didn't like make me cough. I didn't have to take it slow, uh, but uh, the pecans showed through so much more on the palate for me. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, I must have nailed that that nose note because it does show. I mean, maybe I'm just thinking still that way. A nice like like toffee, um, toffee and caramel pecan without the chocolate, like a turtle without the chocolate. Really <laughs> good. And then the finish is just amazing. Yeah, yeah. I so. I love the mouthfeel. It and it definitely it gets a little bit hot on the back end of the palate. It just mm -hmm. kind of lingers there. But it, the longer it lingers, I get kind of a medicinal cherry kind of a thing, which not a huge fan of that. But I will say right at the beginning on the palate, oh, this is awesome. Like it's it warms you up. It mm -hmm. is yummy on the on the front end for sure. I'm not able to pull a ton of notes out though. Like it's just nice liquor. <laughs> like on the this is what I'm getting. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I mean I think I can recognize that this might be a blend of a bourbon and a rye because I'm getting notes distinctly of each. Like the the rye notes, especially for this proof, are a little bit spicy, like a um, little bit of cinnamon, but mm -hmm. more so like some just other baking spices, maybe potentially some nutmeg. Let me see. There's one note that I'm trying to see if I can nail down. So my, my third sip I went on, I'm getting a ton of medicinal cherry. Like it oh, kind really? of it's kind of soured on me a little bit. Like oh, it's this is a little bit so good. Sorry to interrupt you. No, it's fine. Like my first sip was great. Second sip was really good, and then the third one, I'm like maybe it's just stuck in my head, like this medicinal flavor, and it's it's starting to show up. But hmm. just yeah. the slightest bit of tobacco, but in a really good like cigar pipe, uh, not in like you know your average tobacco, like almost like a nice cigar tobacco, but, but not as much as like the pecans. And the sugary, like toffee. Um, I just dropped a few drops. I'm giving up the old swirly poo, and we'll see uh, so how this goes. The girls opened up a shop in the office here, uh -huh. and I came in yesterday, and I bought all sorts of the Halloween decorations nice. that were mixed around the house that they brought in. So my shop, not my shop. Well, I guess it's a shop now. My office is a mess, and unfortunately, I cannot find my dropper for my Kentucky limestone. So we are not you have to use your feet. finger. <laughs> Not on the exact same page here. So I just I'm using tap today. Oh gotcha. Not yeah. your Kentucky limestone. But you know, I thought you were no... talking about your dropper. Oh we, yeah. yeah, you could like well I have it would it would overdo it if you poured it in. Yeah, and I've got and I've got my big box that I got Chelsea got me for Christmas that I haven't opened up yet. So uh -huh. I'm like, eh, I don't really want to open that for just one shot. Yeah. Sure I can find it. But anyway. So all right, what are you getting with the water? So uh, on the nose, I'm I'm actually able to sniff it uh, as opposed to before where it was like overwhelming on the nose. Um, not much though. It, like it's the alcohol vapors are less for me, but mm -hmm. the flavor is not or the like the nose, like strong nose is not there in terms of like notes. A little All bit. Right. Yeah. I'm getting like a praline on the nose. 
like mm-hmm. a like a praline ice cream. It's got mm-hmm. like that nutty sweetness. Butter pecan. Yeah. Okay. All right. What are you getting on the? I'm gonna go for a sippy here. A sippy. Um, it definitely <laughs> changed quite a bit. It's so much different than the water or the uh, neat pour. Um, at the finish, I'm getting a little bit of that pecan and that sweetness. Um, but it does get a little bitter, which is super weird for a 138 proofer. Yeah, yeah, it does get bitter towards the end. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting mm. more of that praline nuttiness. Um, nice sweetness for it. I think the sweetness really gets bumped up by the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but that bitterness on the back end for me is still it's there. Weird medicinal yeah. kind of thing. I did a good palate cleansing in between, and so I think oh, it got me kind of back to where I needed to be. But the first, yeah, the third sip I had there just kind of my mouth has been bitter, and it's on that back end. Hmm. So I'm thinking right now, if I were to do this again, I would make sure I had a club soda next to me between sips. Yeah, really, I mean, especially for this kind of proof. Yeah. And then on, on the palate, though, it's, I mean, right on the front end, it's perfect. It's warm. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then that back end just gets a little too bitter for me. So mm-hmm. it's weird. Like, it's almost like it was meant to be 138 proof, you know? And I, I didn't actually look at this up, but I imagine <laughs> pretty much all their releases are barrel proof. I'll tell you this, Cole. Mm-hmm. You said it's like it's pretty much meant to be. And I can guarantee you, since they bottled it, that it, it was guaranteed to be that. Like that's what yeah. For. <laughs> yeah, totally. It was yeah. meant to be. Ooh, mm. did you, you dropped your cube yet? Yeah, and I'm getting a very muted nose uh, of alcohol vapors and notes. So, I mean, I can shove my whole nose into this thing and barely get a thing. <laughs> and barely get a thing. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Um, yeah. It's kind of dead. And it's kind of an average whiskey with the ice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. <laughs> I can see it building. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not that good anymore. Hmm. It's It's got a little bit of that bite and bitterness. Um, it's, I mean, it's like drinkable, but it's, uh, it's, it might not even be drinkable with ice. To me, it just gets old really quick. We are completely opposite on this one. Oh, good. I, I'm digging the ice. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not getting the bitterness. At least on my first sip. I didn't get mm-hmm. my didn't get on my first sip of the neat as bad. The bitterness is not there for me like it was. Um, that nice rice spice in it, spiciness kind of mm-hmm. lingers on my the back end of my palate here. It's not that medicinal cherry that I was getting. So it's like a little yeah. bit of rye, um, and then just kind of like a nutty, not super sweet. Like it killed yeah. some of the sweetness for sure. Yeah, some of that died, but still well, a little bit there. Yeah, I'm yeah. still getting a little bit of pecans, but it took a little bit of digging to get there. My tongue feels weird. This doesn't it doesn't just... get you gets you a little numb. Mm-hmm. But like with the ice, it's like weird. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't like are, the ice at all. We're completely opposite. I would drink this with ice. Mm-hmm. I would take my first sip neat, then kaplunk, mm-hmm. drop it a. Yeah, not me. I'm glad I got I got a a third of my little sample bottle still left that I can drink neat later. Probably not right now because <laughs> gotta go to the airport. And it's you know nine or eight thirty six AM. So. Yeah, yeah. But it'll yeah. be a great entry buzz for a future episode. So nothing like talk about priming that pump. 
Oh man, yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. that's good call. Yeah. That's what I kind of I try to do. Unless like so, I can know like the uh, the Bell Mead one. Mm. Um, I'm saving that. Like I'll you know something like that where I get a mm-hmm. hub of what I'll save it for somebody else and be like, hey, try this. Tell me what we think. Just kind of get yeah. what they think. Uh, but typically I try to save the previous weeks. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a great entry buzz coming. Yeah, so, yeah I'm with yeah. you. Um, I I I I have a rating. Let's hear your rating, Cole. Um, <sighs> I really like this, especially neat. I think it is somewhat hub it a what, and okay. I love these sweet pecan, like almost like like we said, like butter pecan or even like a praline ice cream, a mm-hmm. nice creaminess but also a sugariness with pecans. And I've had very few that are like that in terms of whiskey. And I think, yeah, I'm going to give it a 9.21 here, just over 9.2, which is pretty good. I really dig it. Don't like it with ice, sort of half like it with water. Uh, But I I think this is, for me, it's meant to be 138.1. I love it. Um, Grateful to have tried it. And I will mm-hmm. keep my eyes out for any old Carter release that I can find in the future. Okay. Yeah. You and I, we're, we're, we're not jiving on this mm-hmm. one, man. That's we're, all good. It's all right. It's okay. It's all about that. Uh, you know, uh, it happens. Mm-hmm. Different palettes. <laughs> What's in your water there? Cole, you made an interesting face after your first sip there. I was trying to bite my upper <laughs> lip to get a little peel <laughs> off of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm at a I'm at a seven four seven point four on this. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I can dig me, that. Yeah, if you gave it to me blind, like I wouldn't. In a, you know, I know I should be. I feel like I should be higher just because it is. I'm so grateful it's to have tank. it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I do like the I like the proofage on it. I, like mouthfeel wise, I think it hit a great spot uh, on the neat, especially mm-hmm. uh, the buttered popcorn jelly belly yep. mm-hmm. note that I got. That was awesome. That was a hub of what for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But the rest of it just uh, got too bitter for me. Um, ice was was my favorite, which mm-hmm. doesn't usually happen. So that's kind of interesting. But yeah, I'm going to go 7-4. Yeah. Um, you know, if I see a bottle, I would still probably get it. Yeah. Just because that's, you know, I know somebody will want it, right? Yeah. We probably so, won't find a bottle this batch, but hey, yeah. who knows? A future yeah. batch might be amazing. Yeah. So anyway, that's where I'm at. So. Mm-hmm. I do, but Will, thank you so much, man. I yeah, so glad so I got to try it. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, nah, that's cool. Well, I guess uh, with the ratings done, I think it's time for our next portion segment, whatever you call it, of the show, uh, and that's whiskey world news. And it's time for Whiskey World News, part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. Uh, this one is near and dear to our hearts. Uh, mm. It's probably, I would say, our number one favorite distiller for the show. And E.T.? It's, no, nope. Even more near and dear than that. Oh, uh, Harlan Wheatley? <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, this comes MGP. from GP. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Okay. So this one's a little further than <laughs> near. <laughs> uh, this comes from the Phoenix News Times, and it's Ooh. titled "Tucson Distillery Whiskey oh, Del yeah. Bach Celebrates Ten Years That's with right. a Smoky Single Malt." Uh, this was written by Tom Reardon, and you know what? We love. I, apparently, I thought we loved Del Bach in a lot terms more of than smaller Cole. distillers. Yeah, they're my like yeah. favorite, probably. Well, yeah. I feel like no, they're mm-hmm. like. I say near and dear because I kind of feel like, you know what? 
this is one that yeah is near and dear i don't know what else yeah. to say. anyway no, here we, see, here's the article let's get to the article <laughs> and, read, and then we talk about it uh fans of western movies tend to romanticize whiskey they imagine belling up to a bar in an old saloon and demanding the brownish gold liquor from a sullen bartender and then dutifully grabs a bottle and sets it before them the stuff looks like it'd grow hair on your chest and light your throat on fire <laughs> you don't tend to feel that dusty romance browsing liquor aisles these days one exception though is tucson-based whiskey del Bach. yeah over the past few years the national and world whiskey scene has been taking notice with write-ups in magazines like Forbes and Whiskey Advocate. Whiskey Del Bach is placing a copper-colored star on the map for a state not really known for its distilleries. Mm-hmm. The whiskey it produces might well be the closest thing you'll ever drink to that of your Western movie fantasies. It oozes Arizona in a wonderful way and warms the belly with a lovely fire. Whiskey Del Bach is celebrating its 10-year anniversary with a party from 1 to 7 p.m. on October 23rd at Arizona Wilderness Brewing Company. Uh, the party is the first chance fans will have to sample Whiskey to Box 10th anniversary release, a smoky single malt that's been aged in Calvados and Muscatel. <laughs> Deep. According to founder Steve Paul, his daughter Amanda is the other founder. The flavor brought out by the Calvados and Muscatel cast is akin to a warm, slightly spicy pancake covered in hot butter and maple syrup that dances on the tongue. Nice. Gold darn it, that makes me want to have it right there. I know I know what I'm going to make for breakfast after this again. Yeah. Uh, only Whiskey 250 bottles of the anniversary distillers cut will be available for sale, 30 of which will be on hand at the October 23rd event. An additional 23 bottles are reserved for a second celebration on the 13th at Westbound. Are you going to be around on the 13th? Are you gone? The 13th, I'll be gone by that point. Ah, yeah, and then and then this weekend, I'm going to be at the wedding, so there's no yeah. chance. Yeah, it stinks. Oh, man. Well, we might have to call him up and see if we can. Yeah, Stephen, he's a cool Some guy. Strings. He might he ha- is. help yeah. me out. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, we've helped them. They've helped us. Yeah. So, anyway, the first whiskey was our classic. He says it didn't involve any mesquite smoke. It is modeled after a space side scotch. Uh, the Dorado label is more intriguing. Yeah, I don't read it. We've already talked about this. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, more like an Isla. Yeah. Anyway, well, we'll I'll finish the article. I'll stop the article there. But anyway, congratulations, Del Bach, yeah. on ten years. Cole, any other thoughts? No, I. I you know, if you. <sighs> Delbach has a wide range or wide reach in terms of distribution these days. If you haven't tried Delbach and you appreciate single malt scotch or American whiskey, uh, this is like, like I've said this before, their, their Dorado release, their, their smoked mesquite smoked is up there with some of my favorite uh, Isla whiskeys ever. And they only, I mean, like, don't let this deter you. They only age for less than like two years or just about two years. Uh, and they use small barrels, which I was like, I don't know about that. Everything <laughs> Del Bog has put out is amazing. Uh, and yeah. in fact, if, if you uh, actually in the next month, if you hop on Patreon, we're actually um, doing uh, one of our drink alongs. We're doing their uh, summer 2021 release of their distiller's cut. So now would be your only opportunity in the next month to hop on Patreon. If you want a sip of that and you don't, you aren't able to find it out pretty much outside of Arizona uh, and you want to try that, hit us up uh, on that way. But, and not to even just fully rep uh, Patreon, but they, they just make good stuff. Seriously. And uh, it, it is a anomaly in terms of one Arizona whiskey, two single malt American whiskey, and then three just all together whiskey because it tastes so good like there's nothing about this bottle and about whiskey back that i don't like and uh, we you know if you haven't listened to the um episode we did on the distiller's cut uh, where we actually went to the uh, or at least i went to the uh, distillery 
listen up because they're really cool people too. And uh, we were grateful to have them on the show. And uh, yeah, they're getting a lot of notoriety too. I've, I've not only seen them in like places like Forbes or whatever you said, uh, but uh, the Whiskey Tribe, the YouTube channel recently put them as like their top or one of their top whiskeys you should know about uh, that you don't mm-hmm. already. And uh, it's true. They got amazing stuff. So yeah, what do you think? I just want to say, congratulations on the anniversary yeah, seriously yeah, awesome. yeah and steven I, every, if you're listening yeah absolutely you know the, it's that's the thing is like everything that you've sent my way it blows my mind like it's always mm-hmm. so good so yeah yeah anyway congratulations 10 years yeah congratulations delbach yeah so all right is it time to move on here i guess so and do you have a what whiskey would you choose we didn't talk about that i can if you don't i can too but mine i Mine might require a little too much thinking. Okay, yeah. But Let anyway. pull up my... Oh, you, go ahead. You, you do that, I'll do this. Anyway, last week we... Oh, man. Cool. Yeah. We're both kind of... I, I, I don't know what we were doing last week, what we were both thinking. Uh-huh. Uh, we got called out. And I know that I'm going to just... Like, you're the smarter, That's more right. Yeah, we got called out, and <laughs> it was a legitimate call out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we were... Th- like, I, I, yeah. I will uh, blame it on my naivete. And I was uh-huh. just following your lead, Cole. And I'll blame you. So it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you could drink any bourbon or rye <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of your life, what would it be? And we have 70% of our listeners are smart because yes. 70% said, well, it's not a bourbon, so I'm not choosing Sazerac. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they went that's with so funny 17. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, that's the thing is like, I know it's a ride. I don't know why I was, I don't know. I think because... We were talking about BTAC before that, mm-hmm. right? So maybe yeah, that's and I said that you were seventeen. So yeah, well, you, you said Saz first, didn't you? That's right, I did. Mm-hmm. You did, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. it was on both. I was like, I it was on both of us. Anyway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Joel and M went with uh, Blanton's Gold, and uh, which I'm that's like, a good dang, one. That is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Barrel raised with 2016 William Leroux Weller. Nice. Soak Insider, uh, the Morning Glory Kasha Bourbon. Have you ever heard of that? uh no but let me go back to barrel raised for a second uh okay that 2016 release was like top three bourbons i've ever had so yeah good on okay. you wait did he say stag or w- willie willie oh no i'm thinking of stag 2016 that was a good year for for the yeah. collection so go on okay. go on uh Briar i haven't Act. heard of that one that yeah that guy mentioned yeah. okay the morning glory kasha mm-hmm. bourbon from so yeah. good insider man neither have i uh, hit us up, so good insider. We'd love to love to check yeah. it out. If it's that good, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah. Uh, Briar Rap went with Dickel Bottle and Bond. Um, and then this is where we start getting called out. Marco mm-hmm. and Casey. By the way, how was Robbie's favorite bourbon or rye whiskey? Yeah. Because Robbie's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a dram? Went with Rabbit Hole Derringer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Marco and Casey tells us Russell's Reserve 13 barrel proof. Oh and my goodness, that was so good. Our good friend Fish and Sips. I hate to be that guy, but Saz 18 isn't a bourbon. Yeah, well, yeah. I was that guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Bryce Marie, Elmer T. Lee, which, yeah, every Elmer I've had is great. Nice. And then uh, Embellished Pod, um, all of them, literally, all of this double barrel peerless is really growing on them. So nice. I love that. that. And then, let's see, Drew Tolan, George T. Stag, 2014. Nice. So, Mm-hmm. that's it for the write-ins cole do you have a good what whiskey would you choose otherwise i'll go with mine yeah i mean well we could decide you can decide if it's good or not uh i decided to pull up one of our uh old trustees which is uh what whiskey introduced you to 
And in this case, okay. oh, the introduced to these. is uh, the alcohol burn, like a high proof burn. What was one of the first whiskeys that introduced mm. you to that? Oh, man. Well, did yours beat mine? These Louise. I don't know. What do you got, Cole? Let me think here. Yeah, I think I have an idea. Um, and I think that the first thing that comes to mind was one of the first barrel proofs I had as a as I was really getting into whiskey. Oh, no, I know what it is. I know um, what mine is. 2015, or no, no, 2014, uh, Thomas H. Handy. Okay. It was a bus to the face of, of high proof. I don't know what the proof was that year, uh, but I definitely was, was blown away by that. It was, I mean, I actually had it side by side with Saz 18 from 2014 and they were both delicious, but yeah, T H H was a bus. And then secondly, it's not, it's not going to be my full answer, but secondly, I had George T stag. I want to say batch five, but I might <laughs> be wrong. Um, and that was, um, that was a big one. In terms All of right. burn, yeah. So I know what I got. Okay. So it was because A, it was one of the it was the first cast strength I ever had. Mm -hmm. And B, it was very early in me figuring out realizing like actually it was like the weekend I learned that oh I could like whiskey. Uh, yeah, we went to the whiskey bar. That's right. And you bought me the red breast 21. Mm -hmm. And it was just before my birthday. Yeah. And uh I believe you told my sister-in-law, Danae. Yeah, he oh, would like yeah. this red breast cast uh -huh. strength. Yeah. Okay, so she bought red breast cast strength, red breast twelve, 12 mm -hmm. cast strength for me, mm -hmm. and uh, it was a little too hot for me, to be honest. I mm. and, and and me today would be ashamed to admit, but uh -huh. didn't mix it with Coke. <laughs> so... Wait, you ah? Oh. Wait, did you like finish it with Coke or like? Oh, I had, a, I had a, like I would try to drink it neat, and I couldn't. Oh, I would bro. Drink it that's okay. You've, I you've drink, grown. I drank the majority of that bottle with Coke. Wow. Yeah. But now you wouldn't. Now Please, I wouldn't. No. You wouldn't. <laughs> no, now I wouldn't. So anyway, because it was it was too hot. Yeah. What a my fair lady story we've we've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never even seen my fair lady. Do you know what it's about? It's a yeah, yeah. Just based from on the podcast, it's the making a lady a fancy lady. Yeah, basically. So I made like I made like reverse you reverse lady, my the fancy tramp. lady. Yeah, right. Reverse. Or lady it's basically uh, if you ever seen um, what's that movie with Julia? Uh, She's Roberts. all that. Yeah, that's it. Oh, no, no. Uh, She's what all is... that's. No, she's all that's like, like that too. Because uh, Freddie Prince Jr. makes that girl. No, I think she's that's a... Taming of the Shrew. No, no, Taming of the Shrew is Seven Things I Hate About You or Ten Things I Hate About You or whatever. Yeah, she's all that. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. makes the girl who's got glasses okay. takes takes her glasses off, and all of a sudden, you know, gives her some, suddenly yeah. she's gorgeous. Yeah, and clueless and fancy. Oh, clueless, yeah. clueless is another one where they take mm -hmm. that one girl and and the they two. It's a it's a double double bang for your buck there because the is they it? make they change the teacher to uh -huh. make, date the other teacher, and then they changed uh, that one girl to be all popular and stuff. Yeah, so I've made yeah. you all popular and stuff. Yeah, but I think it's Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, uh, yeah, she's a that's with Julia Roberts, right? Yeah, she's and, a oh, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely based off of, um, yeah, and closes the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. that scene was actually done for real. He wasn't supposed to do that, and he. And I, I heard Julia that Roberts actually. Real, real yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. She's please don't use, grown please don't, out of. Please don't use my Julia Roberts giggle as the uh, cold open. I might. Actually, <laughs> I think I will. Yeah. Men- or note the time at 47 minutes. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Yep. So, no, that's good. I like those answers. So, this week, uh, we're actually going to do a, a very uh, interesting matchup. Uh, in terms of what we put as the what whiskey would you choose or not what the whiskey would you choose the two pick Tuesday uh, what you guys get to pick is our next episode we Pretty have Jewish. yeah we have the rabbinical Chicago whatever uh, who has blessed these whiskeys and we hope that you can bless whatever you choose uh, because we are drinking one of the kosher uh, bourbons from Buffalo Trace and but you get to decide if we're drinking the wheat recipe bourbon or the rye recipe bourbon. And so get that, get on the uh, two pick Tuesday this week. And, uh, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll drink whatever one you choose next week as it usually goes. Uh, but keep an eye out on Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, depending on, you know, so. Yeah. It has been a little bit more towards Wednesday lately. Cool. Yeah. But that'll change. I'm not gonna. Someday. I'm not gonna hold it. I'm not gonna hold it against you. No. Yeah, it's a busy time. It is. Hey, sure. and uh, and if anyone wants to cross their fingers for me this week uh, on Thursday, this episode gets released Monday. Thursday, I'm taking my exam. Would love all the uh, the cheers and crossed fingers that I can pass. So, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Cole, I hope you have a really good weekend, and don't get too tipsy at the wedding, buddy. You never know. Uh, that's the only time I get very uh, tipsy in my life. Uh, but I hope that uh, selfishly that I'm going to pass this exam on next Thursday. I hope no one gets assaulted on the way to do that. Yeah, darn right. Yeah, I something happened this week where I was. Oh, I'm not even going to go there. But I hope that <laughs> I can control my feelings and uh, and not punch someone on the middle of the street this week. But most of all, listeners, we hope our love of whiskey spirits suited their call lifted yours. I actually think we should go with that. (laughs) Our love of whiskey spirits lifted your whiskey spirits. No, I don't know. Maybe. We'll think about it. Anyway, if not, I hope our love of whiskey. Nope. I hope our love of spirits (laughs) lifted yours. (laughs) 